Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. Within the Gospel according to Matthew, Jesus makes a powerful statement to all who are weary and overburdened with religion to come to him. Prior to this statement, Jesus has sent out his twelve disciples into the world to declare the kingdom of God had come near to them in Jesus' coming. Another significant event prior to Jesus' powerful statement was that John the Baptist had been put in prison. Whilst in prison, he sent some followers to Jesus to ask Jesus if he was the coming one. That is, to ask Jesus if he is the Messiah, the Anointed One of God, and the Saviour of the world. In response to John's inquiry, Jesus turns to the multitudes and honours John the Baptist. He reveals how John was the fulfilment of the prophecy hundreds of years before the prophet Malachi. John the Baptist witnessed the sign from heaven that Jesus was the one in whom the kingdom of heaven had come on earth. Jesus also states that the prophets of God, up until and including John the Baptist, testified of his coming. Up until his coming, the kingdom of heaven had suffered violence. Continuing on, Jesus declared to the multitudes that judgment will come upon those cities where most of his mighty works were done, for they had rejected God in Jesus. In rejecting God in Jesus, they chose to be enemies with God and rejected their only pathway to salvation. Jesus likened the generation to which he had come as a controlling and debilitating form of religion. They were like children calling to each other and saying, We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We mourned to you, and you did not lament. Basically, the people were saying, We did all this for you, but you did not respond how we wanted you to. Religions devised by humanity appeals to the pride of humanity and tries to self-achieve. Offerings and sacrifices are given out of selfish motive in an attempt to appease, bribe or manipulate the believed deities or spirits. Fueled by fear and superstition, these self-orientated religions are described by the Apostle Paul as Worship which a person devises for their own self, contrary to the contents and nature of faith in God. It is misdirected zeal, devised by humanity and fueled by fear. Fear is not of God. Philosophies, religions, world systems or traditions of humanity cannot bring salvation. Salvation is an inner peace, an eternal rest, physically, mentally, emotionally and spiritually, and deliverance from the debilitating, destructive forces of evil 
death and judgment. It is a gift from God. Jesus contrasts the traditions and bondage of humanity's religions handed down to the next generation to that of himself, conveying the truth and freedom of God and his kingdom. God the Father and Jesus the Son have always been in perfect relationship with each other. Jesus reveals their intimate relationship to the multitudes and passes it on to others. The Father testifies and identifies with his beloved Son, and the Son testifies and identifies with his Father in heaven. Jesus states, My Father knows me, and I, the Son, know the Father. Their knowing of each other comes through being of the same essence and journeying through eternity as one. Together, Father, Son and Spirit created and continued to pursue humanity in love. Jesus is one with the Father and the Father is one with him. They serve each other with the same desires, character and oneness. Jesus declares that it was Father God's good pleasure to give all things to him. He is the King of God's kingdom, the righteous judge and the saviour of the world. It is into this context of salvation and judgment, who Jesus is and the bondage of religions devised by humanity that Jesus makes the powerful statement concerning rest. Matthew chapter 11 verses 28 to 30 Come to me, all you who labour and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Jesus refers to all those who labour and are heavy laden. Labouring in this context is religious striving, or self-effort of trying to be good enough to earn one's own salvation. As a result, become trapped in fear and in bondage to adherence to humanity's religious traditions. The deep thoughts of the mind know that self can never achieve its own salvation or perfect goodness. This creates an inner conflict of striving to be good enough, but in the deep thoughts knowing that it's not achievable. This comes with a heavy burden of covering up the guilt, condemnation and shame. Guilt, condemnation and shame oppresses the soul. And heavy laden literally means to be overburdened with ceremony. In a deeper sense, laden means to have spiritual anxiety. Or to put it another way, according to the message translation, burnt out on religion. So Jesus states, Come to me, 
and I will give you rest. Only Jesus gives true rest. That is freedom from religious striving and a cease from the labour of trying to be good enough or accepted or loved. Jesus gives an eternal rest which refreshes the soul and delivers humanity from the fear of death, shame, guilt and condemnation. A rest that is totally free from judgment and is eternal salvation. Only God can bring this eternal rest of salvation. It is a free gift from God the Father through Jesus the Son. Jesus continues, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. In the culture of the time of Jesus declaring this powerful truth, the people would be familiar with the imagery of ploughing using a yoke. A yoke is the device that binds the two animals together, whether two oxen or bull. A yoke is a coupling or a pair of balances that can regulate the load between the two animals connected to the plough. To the first hearers, the yoke represented bondage and forced servitude, which is also represented in the animal used to plough, whether oxen or bull. So Jesus is contrasting the yoke of bondage and forced servitude to the perfect peace and rest that he provides. He provides us in being yoked with him. Jesus is saying to the first hearers and to us today that unless we come to him, we remain trapped in bondage and forced servitude to either self-devised religion, evil and or our selfish desires. The burden of self-devised religion is immense. It's forever striving but never obtaining. Forced servitude to evil is where inner conflict is denied and the conscience is dulled by claiming evil to be good. Being in servitude to selfish desires creates an endless quest for pleasure that can never be satisfied. All three are destructive, negative forces from which Jesus brings us deliverance from and eternal rest. Just as Jesus is one with the Father and the Father is one with the Son, they together willingly chose to serve humanity and give us deliverance. In fact, it was their delight to do everything for us so that we could believe and receive God's free gift of salvation. There is no forced servitude with God. Instead, because God so loves, with a perfect love that only he can love with, he gives free choice. So anyone who wants to be free, Jesus says, simply come to me. The main action word of the text is learn. Jesus is not talking about head knowledge. He is talking about to know with the same intimacy and oneness as he is with the Father. 
When we say yes to Jesus, we become one with him. We have his spirit within us. Jesus reveals that there is a freedom and delight in becoming one with him, an eternal rest with the gift of salvation. Jesus continues to explain and states, For I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. One of the characters of God is humility. That is, he does not boast of his own goodness or power or awesomeness. As God, he has no selfishness in him, and he therefore does everything for us to believe and receive his salvation and truth and freedom and the fullness of his kingdom. One of the most descriptive passages of Scripture that reveals the humbleness of God is Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 to 11. And before we read, the Apostle Paul is writing to those who have already chosen to receive Jesus and their eternal salvation, but they are still trapped in their selfish desires. They are yet to live in the reality of being yoked with Jesus even though they are yoked with him, and living in the fullness of victory in daily surrender of self-will to that of the Father's will. So as we read the text, let us remember that Jesus is God the Son, who in the beginning said, Let there be light, and there was light, who together with the Father and Spirit is eternal, self-existing, and all-powerful. Yet in a moment in human history, he became one of us. Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 to 11. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of those in heaven and of those on earth, and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. God chose to take on the form of a bondservant, and in Jesus subjected himself to the full human condition. He did it all for us so that we could believe and receive his free gift of salvation and eternal rest for our souls. Back to Jesus' powerful statement of coming to him to receive rest for our souls. Souls in the context of today's text is the description for the centre of everything of both spirit and mind. That includes our thoughts, 
passions, desires, appetites, breath of life and our physical well-being. In coming to Jesus, saying yes to Jesus, learning from and knowing him, we find eternal rest for every part of ourself, mind, body, spirit and emotions. This is the good news of Jesus Christ. Jesus continues, For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. In complete contrast to the burdens of religious striving and spiritual anxiety, Jesus says his yoke is easy, he is kind and gracious. It is the daily journey yoked with Jesus, surrendering self-will to that of the Father's will, receiving from the Father through the Son that we are transformed by him where each day we live in the freedom and victory of surrender, continually immersed in the unforced rhythm of God's unending love and amazing grace. Being one with Jesus is easy, pleasant and God's good pleasure, for it is his work. And he did it all for us and continues to walk with us leading us to a place of refreshing and rest. God delights in us. He delights for us to be truly free. Free from the bondage of religious striving, the chains of selfish desires and the destructive forces of evil. There is only one way to enter into this eternal rest and assurance of salvation, to be free from the bondages of this life and the next, and his name is Jesus. Jesus reveals the hidden treasures of wisdom in knowledge of God the Father. The Holy Spirit of God reveals the jewels of God's kingdom in us in Jesus. Having received Jesus, yoked with him, where each day is a new day to know him more and be transformed by him, living in the reality of who he is, what he has done for us, is doing and will do, is the work of the Holy Spirit, whereby his spirit, his desires, become our desires. His servant heart becomes our servant heart and his delight in seeing people set free with the truth becomes our desires. All to the glory of God our Father. As Jesus said, Come to me, all you who labour and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. For more information and free resources, visit our website jesuslovestheworld.info Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.